So my guests today are Hannah and Hannah, Hannah with an H and Hannah without an H. So Hannah Dubine and Hannah Jensen, uh, Hannah Jensen here at Cardinal Financial and Hannah Dubine, you're a real brokerage still, right? Okay. Uh, and first I got to ask, like, how long have you been in real estate? Cause you're, you're pretty young, right? Okay. I just came up, sorry. Yeah. I just came up on my three-year license anniversary, and I've been selling by myself for about two and a half years. Three years. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I have to ask how old you are? I'm 23. 23. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so take me back. Very first year in real estate. What was that? What was that like? So that was 2021 for mm -hmm. me. I moved here in May of 2021. From? from eastern washington where i was going to school washington state university and i was here for about i mean i was here for half the year selling that year and i just made it a point to get to know the area really well because i was new and i didn't know what i was selling and i was just determined to do a good job so that first half year most of my clients came from open houses um some door knocking and a couple people from instagram and then um, leads from other agents in my office who were too busy because it was still a hot market then, or it was signed calls that they didn't want to take. So that was my first year. And signed calls they didn't want to take. We'll take signed calls well, now. Well, huh? my office, yeah. my old office was very uh, no dual agency. It pretty much wasn't allowed. So you know they always referred it off to someone else. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and how many did you do in your first year? I want to say it was about seven or eight that year. Oh, okay. Transactions. Wow. Yeah. That's that's a good jump start. Yeah, right it was there. not bad. Uh -huh. I made enough to pay the bills after all the expenses. So. And then Hannah, how long have you been in lending now? Let's see. So I got licensed um, during COVID. So it was December of 2020. Okay. When I went and got my license. Yep. Mm. Prior to that, I was a financial advisor. Um, so I was at Fidelity Investments in Charles Schwab in Arizona. I got moved up here um, back in 2015 to join Fisher Investments. I did that for five years with Fisher. Um, and then during COVID, I left that. Um, and really, I have a little girl. So I uh, her daycare and everything shut down. I didn't really know what I was going to do. Um, and somebody said, I had a, a realtor friend, and he just mentioned, why don't you go get your mortgage license? It seems like a good idea right now. You're good with numbers. So I <laughs> figured, why not? I'll go try that. Um, and I knew, real, I mean, in the financial planning space, when I would have clients ask me about mortgages, I would say, just go talk to a mortgage person. I, I know nothing about that. Um, but really, everything translated really well. Um, I think the financial planning stuff was much broader. Had to know a lot about a lot more um, more topics. And now, like so, uh, but in terms of you know rate of return and being able to easily like take pretty complicated concepts and, and dumb it down for folks, that really translated well. So it's been really good. Now I can make my schedule and be a mom and actually have a life and, and um, play tennis again. And I was lucky enough to meet this one really, really early on in both of our careers. So I think I met Hannah, I think it was your first, one of your first, one of first yeah. yeah. So that's where I found my unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we just bonded over having the same name and I was super impressed with her level of professionalism for being so young. So you just met at an open house because you just happened, you, like, I'm just going to go visit some open houses. 
yeah, talk I to real estate to, agents today. I, I love, I'm kind of a real estate nerd and always have been. Like I lived on Redfin, always looking at stuff. Um, and I always wanted to move over into Camus. Um, so I was looking for myself. I think that day, I think I was with Gabby and maybe whoever I was seeing at the time just stopped. I saw the open house sign and stopped by maybe even after tennis or something. But <laughs> it was, yeah. She's, and then afterwards, um, it was funny because I'd been to hundreds of open houses at that point. Um, and most of the time, I didn't even mention that I was a lender. It just only if it kind of, if you struck up a natural chemistry with somebody. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm not a salesy type person, and mm. I'm not going to pretend to be. It's awkward. Mm. Um, and so, and I think we both kind of bonded on that. My favorite thing about Hannah when I met her was I've been to plenty of open houses where the agents follow you around, and they're like breathing down your neck as you go into every room. And she gave the perfect, appropriate amount of space. Um, and then afterwards, she sent me a video text message. And I don't think I'd ever gotten a video text message. And she said, hey, we both have the same name. You, you're you a lender. I'm, I'm a realtor. Let's get coffee. And the rest is history. The rest <laughs> is history. In fact, I remember you calling me and saying, I just met this fabulous real estate agent, and you have to meet with her, too. Yes, because I think I had just, I had started working with you for a couple of months Mm -hmm. and you were kind enough to show me all the ins and outs of marketing that I had no idea existed. Um, And so I was just starting out trying to learn how to, you know, run farms and and put different social media ads out there. Um, And I thought, oh, you guys can definitely help each other. But I think you were pretty impressed with the level of knowledge she had even at that early time. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I, I knew right away. I was saying I've met with a lot of new agents. And when I meet with a brand new agent, I can usually tell right away, like if they're gonna, if their trajectory is gonna go that way, yeah. or if it's gonna flatline, or if they're just gonna be, you know, back to DoorDash in a year. So, and mm-hmm. and I knew right away. I was like, she's a hustler. She's gonna get it. And and you were already doing video. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit. Yes, I, was. I remember Sorry. the yellow. I remember the yellow background. Yep, right? those were my first videos. Yep. And and I was like. Good. I was like, these look great, Hannah. Where are you doing them? You're like, in my dining room. <laughs> yeah, it was actually my bedroom because I was renting uh, a house with two other girls and my office and my life was in my bedroom. Yeah. And so video marketing, you adopted video marketing pretty quickly, if I remember. From the start. Like, yeah. I actually did it before I started. I started with making cooking videos so that I would warm up my audience <laughs> and then they would like me first and then I wouldn't just be like, hey, I'm a realtor, like out of nowhere. Yep. So... So a good foray into video marketing for real estate because you warmed them up and they came for the cupcake recipe and you were like, oh, hey, by the way, I can help you sell a home. Exactly. Did it make it less less awkward when you started recording videos, though? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of practiced on the cooking videos Mm. and I looked back at them now and yeah, the lighting was really bad. You can't really hear anything. It's super crackly. And I'm but, kind of funny in them, but... It wasn't that long ago. It was like three years was, ago. Yeah, two right? and a half, three but years ago. I still think it's fun to go back and watch some of those old videos. So fun. And just because... So nostalgic. It, it, it gives you a kind of a point of like, here's where I was and here's where I am now. Mm-hmm. And you can see like the level of production quality. Because your production quality in your videos is, exce- is it's exceptional now. Like, Thank you. Yeah. I feel like there's still a really long ways to go. Well, compared to most of the other videos that we see... It's exceptional. Yeah, so. I don't compare myself to the average, though. Mm. That's kind of the thing, right? Mm. Like, I've always wanted to be in a group of high achievers. If I compare myself to the average, then I guess I'm always doing good. But, like, I always yeah. want to get higher. Okay. Well, 
in three years you're going to be watching videos you'll probably be watching this video in three years and be like oh my gosh <laughs> larry was so awkward no that's not what i'm going to say larry's the best interviewer ever <laughs> oh thanks um so you uh have a real estate coach too your tom ferry mm -hmm. girl right yep from day zero okay so who's your tom ferry coach his name is jeff bannon okay jeff okay he's great i've had two now I was always plugged into Tom Ferry from day one just because I knew I had to be around people that were high achievers. And so I attribute a lot of my success to that. Um, I started with another coach who was great and then moved to Jeff. He's a little bit more of a heavy hitter on our ecosystem and gives great advice on all aspects of my business. But more than anything, I get to network with other agents across the country and they all have very forward ideas and they work hard and that kind of rubs off on you i'm actually headed to a conference and we'll see many of them on sunday is that in seattle no that's in uh california it's my oh. brokerage conference but like half of our oh. coaching group is with real brokers so. gotcha yeah. gotcha gotcha uh how about you hannah are you are you taking advantage of any coaching platforms uh i use you larry <laughs> no um no i mean that was a big reason that i switched over i think to cardinal I was really impressed with the infrastructure and the team here and, uh, you know, all of the knowledge that I can gain from the team here. So most of the people here have been here for like eight years. And so that really spoke to me because, you know, you get promised a lot when you change companies. Um, and most of the time what you're promised doesn't really come to fruition. Um, but n seeing that the tenure of the team was what it was, was really encouraging. So really I use my colleagues. I use um, you for my social media stuff. Um, as well you should <laughs> yeah yep. uh all right so kind of segue a little bit of a segue uh back to your coach did he help get you out of your comfort zone is that i know that jeff is he's an exceptional coach at tom ferry did he help get you out of your comfort zone to get you to do things that you wouldn't normally have done in marketing I don't know if I would say that about him specifically for marketing, just because a lot of my marketing ideas come from the other agents. Like that's where I get inspiration because they're the ones that are posting things. He always gives little tidbits. I think he's been super helpful helpful for me for the operational side, um, systematizing things, trying to delegate things, hiring my first employee, all of that kind of stuff. Wait, did you already hire your first employee? Yeah, I have an assistant now. You do? Yeah. Ask, oh. ask, ask her. Is, it, is the name of your assistant Hannah? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it's really bad. So. I couldn't not hire her, though. She was good, so. <laughs> uh, and does she have plans to get into real estate as well? I hope not. Yeah? I, I mean, she's in our industry, but I'd like her to stay on the operational side. Those are two very different skill sets. So okay. that's one of the things I asked in the interview. If she aspired to be a real estate agent. Yeah, I mean, if you're a good salesperson, you're usually not a great assistant and vice versa. Right. I'm not a great assistant. I'm okay, but... And the amount of time that's going to free you up. Yeah, you, already you're, has. You're going to get... You're going to get... Fun. You're here. You're probably here we because you have We have a lot of things assistant. working in the background right now, yeah. so that's great. Is she helping you run your social media and stuff too? We're not to social media yet, but I'm okay. sure eventually. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, you guys have like a deep... How many transactions have you guys done together? Like, do I we even counted. know the count? If I had to guess, and this, I would probably say 40, maybe? Yeah, probably somewhere in there. We probably do, out of my financed buyer transactions, like 
probably all time record 90% of those are with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. In three years. I mean, that's, that, that's a lot. So I went to your uh, customer appreciation party one year. I think it was a year. It was and you better year. come again this year because yeah. we got a barn venue for it. It's awesome. And, um, I met a couple of your clients and a couple of the clients that were there were both of your clients, ironically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was kind of cool. And I, I remember talking to one of your clients and saying, so how, just, just curious, like, how did you find Hannah and Hannah? And she was like, YouTube, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about YouTube, mm-hmm. right? Cause I can't, I can't not address the elephant in the room. Are you ever on her YouTube channel? Do you ever, do you ever get cameo appearances on there? Every so often. Most of the time we do Instagram lives. We try to do those once a month. And lately we've been doing a few of the Boulder Ridge videos. Um, so every so often I pop on in. Hopefully we'll do more. Okay. Yeah. So uh, what was the thought process behind the YouTube channel? Like, would, Was it on your radar early on? Or was it one of those like, hmm, I think I should do this? I have to say, I didn't think about it too hard before I did it. And looking back, of course, I'm very glad I did. Um, Because it's gotten very popular over the last year or so. I just was like, oh, Jason Pantana says that I should do more videos and put some on YouTube. And gosh, I found Tom Ferry through YouTube. So I bet maybe someone could find me through there. Mm. And so I started doing it. And I just was like, okay, got to be consistent above everything. And so that's what I did. And I set out to provide better value than anyone else that was doing it. I watched a few videos around here and was like, gosh, these people are kind of like, they're just like, hey, you know, they're selling, but they're not really giving the information. And so I give very detailed information, which is just how I operate my business with my clients. And as a side effect of that, I attract people that are usually in like the STEM field, professionals, business owners. And so they want to purchase or sell in my ideal area of town that I want to do business in. Cool. Yeah. And uh, what's your cadence right now? One a week? Are you one a week? One a week. week. Are you, you're a Probably one a week. won't go to more. I like one a week. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, that's, a, that's a pretty steady, right? Yeah. Uh, just going back, like, do you remember the first video that you had that just got like a ton of views and you were like, <laughs> like it's always up one day the and... negative ones because they get the clicks <laughs> like, why Vancouver sucks or like terrible things about canvas that you should know. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I did one on Portland about just the madness kind of going on over there in the last few years. And that got a lot of traction. Yeah. The 50 reasons to move out of Portland right now. Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. The 500 reasons to move out of Portland. Yeah. Are you seeing a big migration by the way? Are are any of your clients coming over here to Vancouver and watching your videos? to Certainly. get educated really yeah on, we on I have lots of people that reach out from the Portland metro area and they want to move over and the tax data shows that people are coming from over there to here hmm interesting yeah I, I knew it was a lot but I wasn't sure exactly how many I don't know the number off the top of my head but gotcha I was going to say one thing. We had a graphic the other day. If you look at the um, tax dollars that are flowing out of Multnomah County into Clark County, it's mm-hmm. pretty astounding, especially the last three years. And it's and this year in particular, like, I mean, it was like three times what it was last year. Wow. Oregon could be in trouble, you know, if yeah. they're already in trouble. They're coming up with some pretty stupid laws and taxes, so. So the people who are watching your YouTube videos, most of them are probably relocating either 
California or Texas or Arizona or wherever they're a lot from. of them are those are big states for me but I've also gained quite a bit of local traction yep you know I have listing clients from it as well we have a listing coming on in two weeks and she found me on there originally so yep and I said at, at the beginning it was only a matter of time before you started getting seen and, and recognized and, and getting listings out of these videos too instead of on just on the buyer side yeah I remember yeah. the first time it happened I was going into FedEx to do a return and the guy behind the counter goes, oh my gosh, are you a, the YouTuber? I was like, I was like so shook. I was like, I, I think I am, yeah. Wait, how so long has your funny. channel been around? Like two years. Two years, two years, yeah. Two yeah. years. Yeah. Since December, less than two years. It's, it's, it's insane, like, like the, the, how fast it, it grew. It was like, I wasn't surprised, but I'm, I, were you surprised that it grew that fast? A little, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's funny to me because sometimes I love when I get a new client um, from Hannah and I always ask, how did you meet Hannah? And they always say, like 95% of the time, they say YouTube. And they, I remember one in particular, it was so funny. They really viewed her as like a celebrity. And they were like, we were so amazed that she was willing to talk to us. And I was like, oh yeah, no, I mean, she, she'll make time for, you know, the 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 lay people out there <laughs> it's just it's very funny when you know hannah and how and, and the other feedback that i always get is that um people are always just so impressed with how authentic she is because i think we've all seen plenty of the videos out there that are just almost painful to watch due to the lack of authenticity so i think that's been like a huge driver in the popularity 100 percent and likewise, people have amazing things to say about this Hannah because she's literally the most talented I've ever met at her job and is a great human and is honest with people and creative. People appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, you guys have an amazing relationship. By the way. I can't believe you, you've only known each other for like two or three years, but you guys have a pretty deep trust of one another. It's kind of nice to have that somebody you, you know when you get a client say like i know if i hand them off to hannah they're going to be taken care of like top notch and vice versa right i think one when i think of transactions in my past that have been really painful and uh, you know at least the memory of it um feels really negative to me i've never had that with any transactions we've had together but usually it's it's when we're at odds with one another when the agent and the lender are not on the same page um and it's interesting because, I mean, in this business, nobody gets paid until the deal closes. We're all on the same team, but so often we can get really in our own way and forget that we're all a team. And so I love that about what we have going on. And we make it fun. Like we do our client appreciation party that you came to and you need to continue coming because you bring the giant Jenga, which everybody appreciates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so we try to do, we do, how many do we do like a quarterly, well, we do two the two a year, two a year, and then we have our little happy hour events yeah. too. And so it's just, it makes work so much more fun when you have somebody to bounce things off of, or when we get a tough transaction or, you know, people that emotions are always high when you're purchasing a house, we can talk to one another and, and really like support each other emotionally too, which has, <laughs> I know that is not maybe as big of a deal for Hannah, but lately in this environment, I have needed her. <laughs> it's important. Okay. <laughs> uh, so just kind of your, your take on market right now, like who's buying homes right now? Just curious um people that make a lot of money and have 
margin in their affordability. Mm-hmm. That's who I find is buying homes or people that need to move. They're getting relocated for jobs or family member died. They got to sell that kind of thing. Um, market is weird. It's still some homes that are going quickly, but then other ones that are not going so quickly, 30, 60, 90 days on market. Of course, we're going into fourth quarter days on market will pile up. There will be builder incentives are starting to come out. Um, I don't know what next year will hold. I think, I, I think about all of the macro things happening here in Clark County, a great environment, um, diversified jobs, no state income tax, um, nice people, relatively affordable large market for the West Coast. It's just going to continue to go up here, probably 3 to 5% next year, I would say. Okay. And interest rates, I know. Interest we have rates? to talk about interest rates. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it a lot. I... I think Hannah and I did a market update the other day, and the thing is people have a really hard time. They can just see the the surface number and forget about the big picture. And so I have a lot of clients, especially some of our more analytical, detail-oriented, like Hannah mentioned, we have a lot of STEM folks, um, and they're constantly wanting to see, okay, well, what does this look like over 30 years and my whole point to people is in this in this environment where interest rates are where they are, you are not going to have that loan for 30 years. And so trying to make decisions on those numbers is um, kind of a fool's errand, in my opinion. And so looking at it, big picture, if you, I mean, I can give everybody the data and they'll make their own decisions at the end of the day. But if people are feeling like I'm feeling that we're going to be in a very different interest rate market in a year or two, um, trying you know right now you can really look at it as an opportunity uh even though because the the eight percent interest rate is definitely weeding out a lot of buyers people that affordability is an issue um and i was making that point the other day if you had a two percent drop in interest rates i have a whole list of people uh that would be making offers right now and i remember two years ago we were having plenty of properties that you know a six hundred thousand dollar property was going for 10 percent over just to yeah. Yeah, just to get the property i mean mm-hmm. i remember one that i was looking at went for a hundred thousand dollars more um and when you're talking about a two percent difference in like a five hundred thousand dollar loan amount it's ten thousand dollars a year or eight hundred and thirty three dollars on your monthly payment okay maybe you weather that for a year or two or let's be really extreme and say three but that's 30 grand in three years in elevated monthly payments that you're spending versus getting in a situation where just to get a decent house that you like, you're having to go 50 or $60,000 over. And I just cannot like communicate that enough to people right now. So I think in, you know, you can always look at things in a different way and put a different spin on it, but that's the way <laughs> I'm choosing to look at it. And first time home buyers, they kind of getting priced out. Do you work with a lot of first-time home buyers? I have worked with many first-time home buyers. I'm trying to think back to my recent people right now, and most of them are ones that have already owned a home, so they already have some equity built up. Yep, I would say. I think that's that's kind of the the mantra right now is people are coming in with fifty percent down from equity from another house, and they, you know, a seven percent interest rate on a two hundred fifty thousand dollar loan. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We'll we'll weather it for a little while, a little while, but and and like Washington bond type programs are 
becoming a thing again. I've had two questions about that, um, two pre-approvals in the last like three days dealing with the Washington bond program. So, you know, it takes the the right buyer to make that work, but but sometimes, especially for first-time home buyers, that that's something we've been using a lot of. Gotcha. So, do you like list listing homes or being a seller's agent more? I do. I love listing homes. Yeah. I haven't done as many as I would like to. I think I've just barely cracked double digits on listings. Um, but I do a great job listing homes. I do more marketing than most people. I do great video. I put it out everywhere. Um, so my goal for 2024 is to have at least 20 listings sell. I was going to mention, <laughs> like, you know the marketing side so well, mm-hmm. and you know the video side so well. And I think those two combined together help market a property really, really well. And you can go into a listing appointment saying like, look at the views that I get on my other listings and look at how I list. And yeah. I think that's one of the, that's underrated. I think it's underrated. I think the best way for a real estate agent to market themselves is to market properties for sale and show how you market yeah. properties for sale. That's what sellers want to see. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and it doesn't help. Well, it doesn't hurt that you're on YouTube and they could see on YouTube too. So no, and I run lots of ads on YouTube locally too. So people, people see those. They have called me out in public before, and I see your YouTube ads sometimes. My hairstylist always sees them. It's funny. That, no, I think that's a great thing. Uh, are you running YouTube ads to uh, to your database? Have you uploaded your database, your customer no, list? No, you to have to yet? show me how to do that because I don't know how. But um, I am doing ads to Camus. Where I like to do business. Thirty-minute time limit. On that it's a okay. Um, so you're running ads just to just to Canvas right now. Okay. So uh, there is a way to take your database of your current clients uh-huh. and put them into Google Ads. Okay. And say go find these people. A lot like we were doing with your ads. Mm-hmm. We were putting putting your ads specifically in front of the people who already knew you. Um, and then when they when you'd run into them at Costco, they're like, I see you everywhere. Then I guess I need to hire you to help me with that. Uh, no, you don't need to hire me to do that. You just just bring your list over here and we'll okay, just make perfect. it happen. It's, it's not that. It's really super, super easy, especially if you already have YouTube ads already running. So yep. it's kind of fun because you're going to start getting text messages from people mm-hmm. that you know. And they're going to be like taking pictures or screenshots and yeah, sending them to you and saying, those, look yep. who just showed up on my YouTube account, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think is great, especially <laughs> if you're trying to build brand awareness and trying to build presence. And you're trying to get more clients and you're trying to get more listings. If they see you like that, they're like, that's the kind of person I want to market my property for sale, right? Yeah. So, And I know you keep bringing up YouTube, which has been a huge part, piece of my business so far. And I'm grateful I did that because I think things would be different if I didn't, but I want to be the ICU everywhere agent. I take all the approaches. I send mailers every month. I have a farm in my own neighborhood that I live in. We do events. We do gifts for our clients. We take great care of our clients. We have client care. Um, and we want to work by referral. We want to have agents refer us from other states, other cities, so it's not just a one-pronged approach, and it all builds on each other. I'm starting to finally feel a little bit of the momentum, and I think I'm just getting a taste. You're, you've scratched the surface so far, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot like compound interest. When it when it starts working, it just 
it just takes off. Works too good. It, it almost, well, I would say compound interest works too good. <laughs> I kind of like compound interest myself, but you know. Uh, so back to YouTube, video marketing specifically. Mm-hmm. You edited your own videos when you first started out, right? I did. Yeah? Because, you know, didn't have a lot of money in the bank. Couldn't yeah. afford an editor. But also was curious to learn how it went and got on. I did DaVinci Resolve for a little bit because that was free. And then I got Premiere Pro and I learned that a little bit. And now I can communicate a little bit better with my video editor. I'm not just some crazy client that's like, do this and do that and doesn't understand how it works. Gotcha. So are you shooting your own video or you have a video, you have a videographer that you I shoot my own talking head videos and my reels that I post on Instagram where I talk about the community or things happening in real estate because I literally just set up my tripod. There's nothing needed for that. Perfect. Um, But I definitely don't do my own listing videos because those require more creativity, thought, and then I can't record myself walking. So I hire someone for those. Yep. Yep. We're going to train you how to do video, Hannah. Do you want to? <laughs> I know. I'm. I've been. I'm. I have to get over my stage fright. I think, but I'm doing a better job at it. Yeah. Our little market update videos have helped quite a bit. Hannah is great on video, and I wish she would do more. I agree. Like, really wish she would do more. Yeah. Come on. We'll get her there. Okay. Okay. Point taken. So you don't edit your own videos anymore. Now you have your own video editor. No. Okay. Good. Good. Free. More free time. Right. More work time, yeah. Yeah, more work time. There you go. Uh, so reels, social media. You get? Do you get business business from social media? Either one of you see business? Um, definitely. I that has really started more in the last year. I don't think the first few years. I feel like my social media presence was much more just brand awareness, kind of what you were saying. I would have people come up to me and say, "Hey, I saw your ad. Um, that's so cool." I, I didn't ever have somebody call me off of, you know, out of the blue off of Instagram or Facebook and say, oh my gosh, I saw your ad. I want to work with you. I did not have that just, and I feel like a lot of people that enter into starting to do videos, they think that's how it's going to work is they think that you're going to put out a video and you're going to immediately get people calling. And that's just not reality. I think it takes um, consistency. And I think, you know, that's what Hannah has been a testament to. It takes trying all the different like, kind of shotgun approach, try all the different avenues. And it's more of like people seeing you over and over and over again and reinforcing that you're there. You're just top of mind when, when it comes. But when it does come, it's usually not right when they're looking at you and doesn't translate that way. I absolutely agree with that. And I use my Instagram as a nurture tool for the people that I know are already interested and people that are in my sphere have already bought or sold. And uh, I have gotten a handful of clients, maybe five or six, that have just found me on Instagram natively and reached out, and that's been wonderful. Um, But it's a long-term play for sure. It's just that layering effect for the ICU Everywhere agent. Yep, and retargeting. I was gonna say, I remember one client in particular, it was funny, they came to me from another realtor, actually. It was a referral. And I said, you know, what what's lo- having you look at Vancouver? They said, we saw this girl on YouTube or something, and she was just, she was talking about it, and it looked like a great area. And I said, do you remember who it was? And, and they said, I, I can't remember. I think she had, uh, oh, and actually, I think she had your same name. I was like, oh, I can put you in touch with her. And it was funny. I know people. Um, you have to tell me after. I will. Yeah, I'll tell you after. But it was very funny. 
That is funny. And getting recognized, you get recognized out and about. I'm sure. A oh, we already bit, talked about but that. But I'm yeah. not a celebrity. Just a normal person, which is what I tell people. So hey, I, we'll call it micro celebrity, micro influencer. So no oh my. <laughs> uh, so um, just being on camera, just not get awkward after a while. I mean, Hannah, maybe Hannah has this stage fright. Is it is it more time on camera that helps you just not be For feel sure. awkward? Repetition on of anything, you get yeah. better with it. Okay. It just is a part of my world now, and it's a part of all my agents that I know that are super great, their world, and so I'm just used to it. Do you but feel awkward ever on video? Yeah, there are times where okay. maybe I'll just be riled up that day and I can't focus, or the, I'm keep getting my tongue twisted. And I want to see some Hannah Dubine outtakes. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I should put yeah. out a little blue piece reel, huh? Yeah, I think that'd be fun. That would be fun. I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah. You used to do it with the yellow screen, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I've done a couple of bloopers reels. Note to self. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of them. Nice. Yeah. It's 30 takes. I, I, I mean, I do too, but... Yeah, I remember I did one video, it was like 30 takes, and after 30 takes, I completely forgot what I was even talking about anymore. So, there you go. Um, okay, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, so if you had one piece of advice that we're going to give somebody who wanted to start video marketing, how about a piece of advice for Hannah? If you had one piece of advice for From Hannah. From me for Hannah? Yeah, to start video marketing. Well, Hannah's Whoa. great on video. I mean, she just should put it on the calendar more, but I know she's got a busy life and is a busy mom. I mean, she's really great. For that one person out there who's thinking they should start doing video marketing, but they're really not sure. You just have to start somewhere. Yeah. I know that's really basic advice and super cliche. Everyone says it. But you can go do a ton of scrolls back on my Instagram and see what my first videos were. They weren't very good. So it just takes time. And then I people ask me, how do how'd you get so good at it? Well, I used to not be that good. Go look. I used to also not be that good of a realtor when I didn't know anything, but I've gone through and gotten better. I think you should resurrect a couple of them and put them back up and say, oh my gosh, look at from three years oh, ago. Oh man, yeah. I don't know. I think that'd be fun. Um, so let's see, uh, plans for the future. Like what's, what's next for either one of you? Mm. Take over the world. Definitely. Uh, any new platforms you're thinking of diving into? Or? I try not to get too enthralled with the platforms. I just switched CRMs, which is a massive undertaking. I just switched email marketing providers. That was also a massive undertaking. What's I just set up Zapier, now? Follow Boss, oh. MailChimp. We're going big. Okay. Using the big girl stuff. I love FUB. I know. FUB is just phenomenal. I'm yep. sure we could talk about that too. Yep. My, uh, my friends work at FUB now. So good. Yeah. And they were just at FUBCon. FUBCon. It looked uh, I might pretty... go to FUBCon next year. We'll see. I might go to FUBCon next year too. Okay, I'll see you there. Yeah. But plans for the future. I, I try not to get too sucked into the shiny object. I just do my follow-up. I come in in the morning, do my tasks, trying to get in the rhythm of having an employee, an assistant that is difficult i mean to say the least right to manage someone else when i've never even worked in a corporate work environment and um yeah just serving our clients better serving their referrals and being the icu everywhere local agent amazing in clark county and just phenomenal in camas that's kind of my goal content ideas do you need content ideas i'm always on the search for content ideas yeah. <laughs> like i've got plenty of people we can 
rip off and duplicate. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> uh, how about you, Hannah? What's 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 big on the horizon for 2024? Big on the horizon. Um, I think you know, I just just made the switch here over to Cardinal over the summer. Um, so it's been a little bit of like drinking out of a fire hose the last few months. I think um, I've also been doing some other things with uh, Romano Capital um, and working with them as their preferred lender uh, for some of their properties. So now that I kind of have... And builders, right? And builders, yep. Yep. And now that I have my footing, at least (laughs) system-wise, because I feel like that was a lot of new training and new systems, and um, I haven't been the most tech-savvy person in the entire world. So it's been quite quite an undertaking so i'm really excited um for next year because i i do think that rates have only a positive direction for us had uh, to go and there's been a lot of transactions and a lot of folks that we've been able to help over the last few years as things have been moving up and i think there's going to be a lot of opportunity to get them in a better spot and refinance um what we had done before so i'm just really looking forward to that i would like to try to be like make social media more of a focus next year um now that i can breathe again so just looking forward to doing more with hannah um our client events have gotten we you know we i think back we did some client events early on we do a pumpkin pie party every year um our very first one it was just so funny it's she and i and her in the little office and like you know it's so what we came up with and how we just kind of did it totally on our own without any flashy anything it was just it, you know it, it was a growing operation and now that we have more of a client base um our our parties are getting a little more lively um this year i think we're gonna have a photographer and we, re- we rented a barn so we've moved out of the little tiny office to a barn where we can have people they can have hay bales and they can take holiday pictures and it's just it's fun we've really kind of built a little community of people that are moving here that's my favorite part too is you know in this environment hannah the the marketing um, avenues that she's taken has really attracted people that are moving here from elsewhere um, and they don't know anybody and most of our clients are amazing and we have like built this little friend group of people that really look forward to getting to know other people that also don't know anybody so it's been really fun and I'm looking forward to more of that so real quick if when somebody's relocated up here they have friends who are still elsewhere and those friends come up for a visit do that do those friends ever like kind of look around and think we should move up here too does that happen i'm I'm sure has it happened to you yes i would say it's more common right now with the family members um i haven't been doing it long enough to really long term see that happen but i have dozens of introductions for family members or maybe friends that will also be coming up that's how my family came here Mm-hmm. Like one moved in 79, another one moved in 82, another one moved in 84, another yeah. one moved here. So it was kind of like they all came for a visit. And everybody who comes here for a visit, especially if they come in July, <laughs> yeah, July or August when it's like beautiful and green. All the seasons and, here are beautiful, especially fall. I love fall in the gorge. The fall in the gorge is the best thing in the whole wide world. But they, they get here and they see the mountains and they see the gorge and they see the waterfalls and the green and the mountains. And that's I think that's what attracts people. I was just talking to one of our mutual clients right before we started this. And we were talking about he was asking me just real, you know, honestly what it's like living here. And I moved here from Arizona. So 
the rain was not something on my radar as something I wanted to deal with a little. (laughs) And actually, they tricked me because when I came here to visit, um, to interview, it was December of 2014. And it was 65 degrees and beautiful. And I remember crossing over that bridge. I thought, these people, whoever says it rains here all the time is crazy. This is great. I can totally do this. And then it was a pretty dry winter that year. And so I just thought everybody was crazy. And then I, I, I was shown correctly the next year. So I love it here. I think the summers are beautiful. But I was telling somebody that sometimes in the summertime, it's almost surreal how pretty it is. And it's kind of like childbirth because it makes you forget how I feel in January (laughs) but as long as you take your vitamin D you'll get through it and now we're coming up on October Mm -hmm. well we're coming up on November now and it's going to be dark at 4 30 in the afternoon you know so Um, I'm going to start taking my vitamin D now mm -hmm. because usually I don't remember until January when I feel fully crazy and then it takes until February to actually kick in so and I'm counting the days till winter I don't know about you guys (laughs) but like as soon as the, as soon as it starts snowing, you know my skis are getting warmed up already. You know what I'm saying? Gabby wants me to take her um, sledding. That is her life mission right now. So okay. Snow bowl is in my future this year. Okay. Isn't that what it's called? Ski bowl. Ski bowl. Snow bowl. Something. <laughs> Go up to Summit. Summit Ski Area actually has a better little sledding area. Okay. Right there. Yeah. And Best there's snow bunny. Larry. Yeah. There's snow bunny, which is right down around the corner, which is just inner tubes only. And then there's a ski. There's an area at Ski Bowl that you can do night tubing, and they like put on like, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Okay. will love that. It's pretty fun exercise though, because you got to walk up that hill a couple of times with that tube, and yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, cool. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank that was you. that was great. Good to have both of you on here. Always nice to see you, Larry. We'll do this again. Maybe we'll do this again in a year when uh, Hannah's up to, you know, 10,000 followers. When the empire has been built. <laughs> That's The empire is coming, isn't it? The empire, yeah. yes, it's coming. Manage, managing broker? I'm starting my managing broker's test soon because I just was able to qualify for it like a month ago. Yep. I remember you telling me that you were going after your managing broker, but they wouldn't let you do it yet because you weren't licensed for long enough yet. Yeah. So, well, that's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to continued success for both of you. So, me too. Thank all right. You. Thanks. Thank you.